I greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I sincerely want to thank Dr. Zion Ministry for the opportunity given to me to be in your midst this evening. I pray the ministry will continue to flourish in Jesus' name. Amen. For today's teaching, we will be looking at the topic which says revolutionary protest, godly or not. And our test will be taken from Proverbs chapter 31 verse 9, which says, Speak up and judge fairly, defend the rights of the poor and needy. Let me see. This is a hot topic that has been generating a lot of attention. We can relate to recent happening in our country regarding NSAS protests, where a lot of fatalities and casualties were reported. Before we go ahead, we will look at the key words in the topic, which are revolutionary, but we will focus on the word revolution. The second keyword is protest, and the third one which we will dissect is godly. As you listen, may the good Lord bless you more. Amen. According to Cambridge Dictionary, revolution means change, that is, a very important change in the way that people do things. And for protest, according to Macmillan Dictionary, describes protest as to disagree with something, often by making a formal statement or talking action in public. And the third keyword, which is godly, according means to obey and respect God. From the two keywords, revolutionary protests, simply means how humanity desires a change in a way of doing things, as it relates to our day-to-day activities, processes, management, redistribution of wealth, leadership structures, and etc. From history, revolutionary protest is usually seen as unconscious action due to a perpetual frustrations and weariness from these common challenges facing humanities. Major causes of protest and revolution. These are caused by perpetual and unrealistic solution from the listed points. Injustice, affliction, wickedness, corruption, inequality, oppression, bad leadership, 
bad human capital and resources management when leaders are not accountable when there is disconnection between leaders and followers lack of trust in our leaders and lots more this means when this group of people community or a nation keeps seeing some of the challenges without any hope of desired change expected it tends to lead to outbursts which could either be a protest or a revolution some other common characteristics in every pre-revolutionary situation is usually that of corruption abuse of power irresponsibility and extravagance societies are not provided with the necessity of life suppression of human rights and dignity then the big questions we all need to ask ourselves as a christian is speaking or protesting against all these maladies is it godly or not or simply put what makes protesting for desired for change godly and how best do you think as christian we can speak up against all of these challenges can christians be a part of peaceful protests what would jesus do in the face of injustice there are many bible verses we can find for guidance and wisdom when it comes to participating in protests scripture tells us that christians are to be a light in the darkness and to speak up for those who have no voice as pointed out in proverbs 31 verse 9 some believe that protesting is a sign of disrespect for authority however we are also to call out and condemn evil and sinful behavior while the bible does not specifically address protest we can learn from how god responds to injustice and what we as what he has called his followers to do sometimes we do not know what to do after something like this what do we say how do we act? What can we do for justice? Well, for me, I will say we can peacefully protest with others. We can speak out. We can sp- spread love. We can have compassion. And we can and should also pray through all of these things. Through every hard and challenging day and through every promising and hopeful day. Let us not be silent in our communities and let us not be silent in our prayers. There is nothing wrong for Christians to protest or demonstrate, as it was recorded in Romans 12:9, which says, About what is evil, hold fast to what is good. We can demonstrate for the right to life, demand for justice, ask for what rightly belong to us but any violence or what said in anger in any protest is what god would not have, have us to do what makes protest either godly or not are the basic processes followed in the course of action which means that our protest must be within the confinement of god's law and principle as a christian 
It takes the grace of God and the Sunny Spirit not to go beyond our boundary. For better understanding, we will use Moses as a case study. In Exodus chapter 2 from verse 11 to 22, we could all know the stories of Moses, how during his reign up stood firmly for what is right, stood for justice, and usually speak up when opportunity presents itself. How do we characterize Moses' actions in this story? What do you think motivates him to do the things he did in Egypt and in Midian? Moses in Egypt. When Moses was growing up in Egypt, he learned somehow that he was a Hebrew, and the sense of concerns and curiosity impelled him to visit his people. There he saw the oppressive measures under which they labored. When he found an Egyptian taskmaster beating a Hebrew, he could, he could control his sense of justice no longer. After checking to make sure that no one was in sight, he killed Egyptians. He had removed one threat to his people and was determined to assist them again. This time, however, he found two Hebrews fighting. After parting them, he questioned the offender in an attempt to mediate the disagreement. Two questions jotted him. Who made you a prince and a judge of ours? Do you intend to kill me as you've killed the Egyptian? The, confi- the confidence of the self-appointed deliverer turned into fear. I am sure we knew the rest of the story as he had to flex to Midian. According to biblical accounts, why Moses was resting beside the well when he got to Midian, Seven daughters of the Midianite priest, Jethro, came to water their father's flocks. Other shepherds arrived and drove the girls away to water, to water their own flocks. Again, Moses showed his courage and prowess as a warrior and he took on the shepherds. Moses stayed on with Jethro and eventually married Sipporah, one of the daughters, in assuming the responsibility for Jethro's flocks. Moses roamed the wilderness looking for pasture, and we could see how Moses was able to speak up and stand for what is right. In summary, it is one thing as a Christian to publicly voice out our concerns or disapproval of government leaders and policies. The attitude in which we voice our concern is another issue altogether. If we feel compelled to protest because of legitimate legitimate social and political concerns, we must make sure we do so with a Christ-like attitude, words, tone, and demon. Revolutionary protest does not outrightly resolve challenges, and it does not properly manage more problems. 
and so it's hypocritical to riot about a social problem and then become a social problem itself. This only makes it worse and may incite those with opposing views to violence. Ash words are, are like adding fear to a fire, so a hot-tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger quiets contention. Riots will not persuade great governments, but rather, with patience, a ruler may be persuaded and the soft tongue will break a bone, as recorded in Proverbs 25 verse 15. Going forward, I will recommend two ways in which we can make our protest a worthwhile one as a Christian. One, we can protest through prayer. The the greatest method of protest we can engage in is to petition the throne of heaven in prayer. If there is a clear biblical exhortation to believers about how they can make a difference in their community, it is a call to pray for women leaders found in 1 Timothy chapter 2 from verse 1 to 7. From the case study of Moses, let me tell us and make it clear that it was until when the cry and prayer of Israelites ascended to heaven that God was able to empower Moses to bring Israelites out of their tribulation, oppression and affliction without raising any army of Israelites to protest against Pharaoh. We can see this in Exodus chapter 3 from verse 7 to 10. Moses was able to accomplish God's promises for Israelites with ease and without no casualties or without no fatalities. We can see that prayer is a very key way to protest and to make our supplications known unto God. Two, we can protest by participation. I mean, Christians should vote, run for political offices, and promote God-defined righteousness in legislations. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice, but when a wicked man rules, the people groan. As recorded in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 2, by participation, we will be able to influence counsel and seek justice for the oppressed and afflicted. Bible says, when the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? I will say the fundamental cause of challenges of humanity is sin, and until out of men have been transformed through the word of God, we will not experience the true and eternal change we so desire. If we all agree that revolutionary protest is godly, then the only lasting solutions to all human challenges through the word of God. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 says, All scriptures is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine 
for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. In conclusion, I am imploring us that we should let our light so shine before men that they will see our good works and glorify the name of our Father which is in heaven. I sincerely want to thank you for listening. May God bless us. Thank you.